Blog Talk Radio. Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com A gospel journey. Trouble sometimes are here, filling in hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold dear, now is that day. Humble your heart to God, save from the casting rod. Seek the way, pilgrim, strive, Christians away. will soon be your happy forevermore when we meet on that shore free from all care rising up in the sky telling this world talking about right there, going back with him when he come. Good morning, good morning, that's the Oak Ridge Boys. 
and Jesus is coming soon. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday mornings, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is October the 23rd. 2023. Look at this. Look like October just blew in a few days ago and already it's on its way out. Time is running fast, fast. We're almost into our Thanksgiving season, our holiday season, Christmas, New Year's. And so we thank God. We thank God for blessing us to come this far. And we come this far by faith, leaning and depending on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our mediator, who take our petitions to Jehovah God. Ah, uh, yeah, the Father who have all power in his hand. And look at him. He make it like family. He's the Father and he sent his son, and we're his children. Ah, uh, yeah, he come back and he make things like a farmer. Yeah, planting and harvesting. Yeah, God is good. God is good to his people. But our problem is this, many don't understand and many don't believe because they're used to some instant stuff, you know, right now. And they want all the proof right now. They, they don't know how to section this thing out. Come to him by faith and let him walk us through it. Many don't understand and they don't know how to do that. So today we're going to talk about no place to run or hide. Yeah, we're living in some evil times where nothing means nothing anymore to many, even life. I recently uh, heard of an article and I read a little bit in Florida, not too far from where I live, on one of the main interstates, the main freeway, I-95 heading north or south. But this particular incident, they was heading south, and the man just opened fire on the interstate. Yeah, around 11-ish in the day. It could have been 11.30 in the day, in the morning. He's shooting with all this traffic, trucks, everybody, deliveries, this and that, people going to visit, people coming back from visiting, all kind of stuff. Just open fire, just shooting. Riding down the interstate, headed to a person to death. Oh, uh, uh, today, you can be riding down the interstate or you can be riding down the street headed to a personal destination like a doctor's office or the post office or a place where there are people, you know, uh, the grocery store, the dentist, many places to work. And people just go to shooting. <laughs> Not very long ago, there was a person in Los Angeles riding the interstate, shooting drugs, hanging out the window with the needle, hanging out their arm, all kind of stuff. Today, today, nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Many move to certain neighborhoods because they feel they're safe. Well, where I live, it's a little bit quieter, but I can't say it's safer. Yeah. And where many live, they think it's safe, but you know where to run and know where to hide. The only place we'll be able to hide is in Jesus. His name is a place where the righteous can run in and be saved. Those of us that walk by faith and not by sight. His name 
is a place where we can hide. When we call on the name of Jesus, it's power in that name, power in the name of Jesus. Yeah. So we'll be safe there to call upon his name. But we got to know him. We got to, you can't call on who you don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know some people. I don't know their names. I can't call on them because I don't know them. But those that I know, I can call. Why? I know them. Same thing with God. If we don't know him, if we don't know his word, many know me for saying this, bold radio for real people. Many people know me for that. Many people know me for saying this, I'm with you when you're right. Many people know me for saying this right here. Nothing stays the same. With time, everything must change. Yeah. So those who say they know me, they can they can repeat these things. They can say this to you. Oh, yeah, that's Barbara. She always say that. Bold radio for real people. <laughs> when she is introducing her, you know, her web content or her, Link address, she always tell people, yeah, go here. It's bold radio for real people. You have to be bold to hang out. If you're not bold and strong and love the truth, you won't be able to hang here long. If you don't want to get your life right with Christ, you can't stay here. You'll run because you don't want to hear the truth. You want the pity party. You want the pat on the back. You want to keep being burped. And never go out of the baby stages so you can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jesus. So, look. We have just got to gird up in God. That's all. And it would be all right in Jesus' name. Listen, I'm working on a lot of things. And this morning, I want to ask y'all intercessors, those that can pray the prayer of faith, pray, believe in God. I want to ask you to pray for Pastor David. This morning, he's under the weather. And his wife, Sion, wrote me and told me it's a nasty virus. And he went to one of those care centers Saturday, she said, but he's yet chilling, running a fever, no taste. And uh, she said if he, she couldn't get the fever under control, she was going to take him to the hospital. I told her to go ahead and take him now. Don't wait around. Yeah, don't wait around when a fever, uh-uh, go on to get him there. Let them cool him down. They got what it takes to cool him down. And then his body will, you know, level out. So we want to be praying for Pastor David this morning, intercessors. I called all over together on Facebook and left a request there, and I'm sure many will begin to pray. But we want to pray for him and pray that God touch and heal his body. Yeah, he can speak the word, and the body have to line up with what the Spirit of the Lord says. So we're going to be praying for him today as well. We're going to continue to pray for Sister Ingrid, who lost her brother. Yeah, and uh, there are many prayer requests I've gotten over the weekend when I begin to pray. But I've been busy, 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 because I'm trying to get the store together. I, I, I can advertise it, but... I got to do more than I'm doing on Facebook. So I have a uh, marketing director 
and Facebook something or another, and he's working with me, but you have to pay these people. I'm not rich. And so little bit by little bit, you know, we're doing what we can. Then all the stuff, you know, to, to put it over there in the store, the inventory and the paper, the store, you know, I have to do all of this. And so I have to do some things that uh, make a little money to pay for all of this. But I wish we all could come together and everybody just donate $100 as often as possible. Uh, I want to say for the first two months, let's say from now to January, everybody, when you can, just just throw $100 over there, plant the seed unto the Lord and ask him to multiply it back to you. Then I can get all of this up and running. It will make money. And you will receive some money. How about that? Because every faithful listener, I want to bless them as if they were investors. That's what I want to do. And I started trying to give every Monday, give somebody a gift. And uh, to do this, it costs money. Some people want money. Some people want a gift card or whatever. But it costs money. And uh, I had told Pastor David, well, I told Sion, you know, for her and Pastor Davis on that dinner cruise, they got a $25 gas card. And when they got ready to go on the dinner cruise, I would pay for that, which would have been around $50 more. But um, $25 may not have gotten them to the ship and back to where they live. But it was just an effort. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. But anyway, we I'm hoping we all can come together. And I know some people here, they are supporters. If they don't have money over on Facebook or wherever they see something for Jesus in the morning, they go and say something or do something over there. So when you have a few supporters, these people are not rich either. And I'm not rich. But we plant seeds and we look to the Lord for payment. We don't look to man, but we look to God for payment. But if you help me get the store up and running... Tell other people about it. And what we will do is it will put money in your pocket because you will be a silent investor in Jesus in the Morning radio talk show. If you know some people who could do a commercial, 30-second spot, 15-second spot, send them my way because they'll pay for their spot. That's more money coming in that we can continue to build. Yeah. I thought about this before, but I wasn't sure, and I had to wait. Sometimes you have to wait on God because the season. Yeah, he do things in seasons, and so the season wasn't there. But now that the season has opened, it's our season to be blessed. And now if you help me, you will be helped. I promise you, you will be helped. Yeah, all right, we're moving along this morning. Let's have our morning prayer. I want to get that out there right quick. And uh, we're going to have morning prayer, come back with a song, come back with encouraging words. And I have some information I'm going to tell you about concerning nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Father, I thank you this morning. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for another Monday morning, another week starting. God, you blessed us to be here. You're yet given us an opportunity to 
talk of your wondrous works, and make known your deeds among the people. Father, this is an hour. Some of us may suffer. Some of us may go through. Because you didn't promise us all of this stuff right here on earth. But God, you promised us when we go back with you, no more crying, dying, sickness, sadness, bill paying, none of that. But you didn't promise that here while we are in the earth. Because we're in the earth, but not of it. Father, we ask this morning that you would bless every call and every listener. Move by your spirit today for these your people. Lead and guide them in the right path for your name's sake. Lord, let us be a people today that lift you up. But Father, if you be lifted, you'll draw all men unto you. And Lord, men and me to be drawn and they can't draw, they can't come unless you draw them. You know what's best for all of us. And Father, not only you know what's best for all of us, God, you're going to supply our needs according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. But we ask this morning, Father, that you would move for us this day in a mighty way. Fix our hearts. Regulate our minds today. Help us to keep our mind on you. Help us not to let what's going on with us or what we see distract us from you. Father, if we keep our mind on you, it's you that will keep us in perfect peace. All we have not today, Father, because we ask not. And we're not asking amiss, but we want to ask according to your word, according to your will, that you would bless your people here today, every call and every listener, those that are coming through the archive and the podcast, move in a mighty way today. Father, I come bow down, asking, Lord, that you would forgive me for all my sins and wrongdoings. And Father, I thank you for forgiveness. And I ask this morning that you would strengthen me in this hour. And Father, I can stand for you even the more. I can stand in the gap for your people in the name of Jesus. For Father, the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And Lord, the hour is already far spent. And Lord, we need to draw closer to you in this hour. Help us, Lord the increase in our prayer life and our Bible study life unto you, that God will know what your word says concerning us, concerning others, concerning our family members. Help today, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we come this morning asking that, God, you would cover us in your blood, the blood of Jesus, because the blood of Jesus is against all evil. And, Father, evil is lurking more and more throughout the land. The Antichrist has been here, but Lord, the movement, all the getting ready, the showing his head more and more, we bind up every evil and hindering and negative spirit that's not you, that's not Jesus. We bind it up and cast it to hell, to the pits of hell, never to return in the name of Jesus. And Father, we lose your peace. We lose the blessings and the favor and the miracles of of Almighty God into our lives, into our homes, into our children and family member lives. This morning, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for what you're doing. Father, those that stand in the need of finance, ask that you would move today. And God, I ask that you would give each and every one more than $100 before they plant the seed. Lord, open doors and make ways for them financially. Send uncommon finances their way. The Lord, they'll be able to bless your work. And when you send the money to them, remind them to plant a seed 
of $100 in the name of Jesus. Lord, I believe it came from you because I don't want to ask you people for money. We know that money answers all things, but God, I've been carrying this weight a long time and you've been supplying. And I don't believe you'll stop now, but God, just give your people an opportunity to be blessed financially. So move by your spirit for them today in the name of Jesus. Father, those that are here that are sick this morning, we ask in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you would touch and heal today. You took a beating for the healing of the nation. Father, there's yet healing in the hem of your garment. And, Lord, we are all touching and agreeing and pressing in to touch for Pastor David's healing this morning. In the name of Jesus, for everyone that's sick, everyone that's going through in their physical body, in their minds, oh God, we touching the hem of your garment that they will be made whole. It's you that heal all manner of sickness and disease. And, Father, there's nothing too hard for you to do when it comes to sickness, diseases, anything. There's nothing too hard for you to do. Move for your people this morning in the name of Jesus. Raise Pastor David up as if nothing ever happened to him. Fix his heart this morning. Regulate his mind. Father, help him to remember, even through the chills and the pain and the suffering, that you are almighty God. All that healeth thee. All send your word this morning that heals today. We all need a healing in some way or another. Do it for your glory, O God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you right now. Thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for healing power. We thank you, Lord, for your healing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hey, God, we thank you. We thank you. Mm for your healing power this morning. Thank you, Lord, that you can speak the word ah, over your people. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah. We believe. We believe this morning that God, you're speaking healing. You sent your word and it healed. Do it today. Send a word that heals, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Bless those that are incarcerated and those that are in every branch of the military. Father, we ask this morning that, God, you would remember children today. Your word says, suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is your kingdom. And God, send someone along to plant the seed of you in the minds of children today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Even young adults, Father, even adult children, do it today. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we ask that God you would bless those that are in every branch of the military. Lord, bless the administration of our military today. God, move by your spirit for them. Show them the way and what to do. Lord, we ask today that, God, they don't have to get involved with what does not concern us because we are greedy Americans. The leadership is off balance. We're not following your word, but we are following what's evil. Father, help today. Fix it. Sort it out. And show them the outcome in the name of Jesus. Show them they will not escape uh, simply because they think they'll be protected. God, show them nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. But if they do the right thing, you can support. You can take care because you're what's for good. Hallelujah. What's for holy. What's for righteous. Do it today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, bless widowers and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people. 
children that are in foster homes and adopted homes today, God. You said if we pray for these, we are on your side. We are for you. And, Father, either we are for you or against you today. And, Lord, we don't want to pray what's negative, but, God, we want to ask for what we need uh, and what we want today. And we want to be safe in your arms. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We want this country to be safe. Father, anything here that shouldn't be, we ask that you would remove it in the name of Jesus. For, Father, you know where every evil and hindering and negative thing in this country is. And, God, you know how to remove it. Hallelujah. All in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we ask that you would bless intercessory prayer people everywhere. Those that are praying for this country, those that are praying for the people of our country, oh God, and our brothers and sisters overseas. Those that are praying for Israel and Jerusalem, blessed today in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask that you would bless our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas. Lord, we ask that you would loose your protecting angels to stand watch, to shield and protect, keep them from all hurt, harm, and danger. Do the same for Israel. Do the same for Jerusalem. Father, whatever that has been torn up, God, we ask that you would make plans and show them the plans to rebuild in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And Father, we ask that you would bless preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. We ask this morning, God, that you would just have mercy on the world. Lord, we know that you didn't design it to go this way, but you know the hearts of man. And many hearts are evil. And except we accept your son, Jesus, and except we accept your word and walk according, we will be evil as well. Except we receive your spirit and hear what the spirit has to say to the church and obey, we will be evil as well. Have mercy this morning on us all, O oh God. Move by your spirit on all of us today in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. Father, we come this morning asking God that you would bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Send your word that heals today. Send your word that stir up the hearts of man. Send your word that will cause us to say, ouch, this morning, and I want to get it right with you, Father. I want to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you this day. In the name of Jesus, bless your people again, Father. Move by your spirit. Open their spiritual ears, not the natural flesh, but their spiritual ears, O oh God, so they can hear what the spirit is saying to the church. For we are your church today, each of us. And help us this morning. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are blessed this morning. Father, I ask that you would move for Sister Dot in a mighty way. Lord, reward her for her love and her concern for her son-in-law today. Father, move for this woman like never before in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we come this morning asking that you would move for Sister Jerry. Lord, we ask that you would lift her up in ways where she thought she would never be lifted. Thank you, Lord, for what you've been doing in our lives. But, Lord, we know that you're able to heal. Your word, you said that she will walk again, and that's what will happen. 
And Lord, it just takes time. Sometimes you have to set your people aside. Yeah, Lord. Hallelujah. So you can move. Nobody but you. Not other people who can take the blame for what you're doing. Who can take the credit. Who can take the glory and the honor for what you're doing. Touch this morning. Heal her, Father. Bless Calvin today. And Lord, the things that he's doing and learning and coming along. Move in a mighty way. Father, bless her family. Brothers and sisters, God. You know what they need today. Move in a mighty way. Fix it, Lord. In Jesus' name we ask. Bless Sister Irene this morning, Father. Move, God. You know what she's standing in need of. Send circulation like never before throughout her body. Lord, touch and heal this morning like never before. Offer her in the name of Jesus. You made her for your pleasure. You know, every limb, every everything about her, God. Every blood vessel, everything, move today in a mighty way in spiritual healing in the name of Jesus. Father, area code 813, we ask this morning that you would open doors and that you would make ways and that, God, you would continue to heal right there in the name of Jesus. Touch the mind this morning, O oh God, and strengthen and build according to your will, Lord, according to your word today. In the name of Jesus, fix the heart today, God, or that it'll pump everything about you and the things that should be. Lord, help them not to lean to their own understanding, but in all their ways, help them to acknowledge you. You're going to direct that path. Or starting today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Send finances, God. Uh, money answers all things. Do it for your glory. In the name of Jesus. Reward today, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, bless Sion this morning. Move in a mighty way for her. God, we ask today that you would strengthen her. Lord, even as she take care of Pastor David. God, we ask that even the job will understand she's got a situation here that she needs to be there for with her husband in the name of Jesus. Whatever she needs, supply today, oh God. We know that you're able. Oh, we know that there's nothing too hard for you. And Father, we ask it this morning in the name of Jesus. Bless the household. Lord, send healing through the house. Send your anointing through the house. And God, anything that's there that shouldn't be, that God, you would remove it in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. Bless Sister Rita this morning in her absence, God. Lord, you know what she's standing in need of today. You know what her family needs. Moved by your spirit. Continue to show her your love. And God, let her see it. Let her see it as your love and that you're moving. Nothing of people. In the name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The songwriter said, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Hallelujah. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Saying in glory, hallelujah, Jesus, he lifted me. Satan had me bound, the songwriter said, but Jesus lifted me. Ah, yeah. Satan had me bound in bondage. I can testify to the same thing, but Jesus lifted me. And I'm so glad that Jesus lifted me. Saying in glory, hallelujah, Jesus lifted me. He's the one who can do it. He's the lifter of our heads today. Hallelujah. 
We just got to hold on to that word. We just got to hold on to our faith. We got to stretch out and trust in God. It's going to be all right because it's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank God for Jesus today. So look, because see, let me tell you this too. I thank God that it's in knowing. It's not in what I feel. It's not even what I think. But it's in knowing him and knowing his word. I'm not moved by music. I'm not moved by what somebody else is doing because the devil is slick. I'm moved by the spirit of God. That's the only thing moving me. If God is not moving, I can't do it. I can hear you speaking in tongue all day long. <laughs> if God is not moving, I can't. You can come and say all kind of stuff. But it won't move me. Because I'm moved by the spirit of God. I've been to funerals and they come out and they say, ooh, she shows song today. But I wasn't moved by the spirit of God. Because she, she wasn't singing through the anointing up from heaven. She was singing from her flesh to move the people, and that's what she did. But it didn't move Barbara. Why? It wasn't the Spirit of God. Oh, come on this morning to go with me. Hallelujah. Nowhere to run today and nowhere to hide. The only place we can go is to Jesus. Again, this morning, his name is a place where the righteous can run in and be saved. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It's already all right. We're going to this next song, and uh, when we come back, we're coming back to talk about our topic for today. When all foundations have been shaken, when I'm left standing in the dark, and all I feel is my heartbreak.
tree of your And fix my eyes upon you, Jesus. I know he's kind, loving, gracious, and merciful. I know that he's on our side in spite of us. I know that he looks beyond fault and yet meet our needs. I know he don't have anything planned. He's going to bring us to an expected end, something that's good. I know that he said, cast our cares upon him today, for he careth for us, and we can do it every day. I try to remind us of these things. He said, we're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Now, that's his word. That's not mine. I just simply believe it because it holds true for all of us. For every believer today, his word holds true. But we got to believe it and hold on to it and trust God. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. See, we want to hear the good news, we, uh, uh, the news of we're going to get this and we're going to get that. We want to hear the news of uh, God going to this. Look, how about the suffering? <laughs> Must Jesus bear the cross? See, we don't want to hear about that. We don't want to hear about that suffering way. We want to hear about the good way where every day is Sunday. And we in the e in the bed in the flower bed, I should say, of Eve. Oh, we in a beautiful garden. That's all we want to hear about. We don't want to hear about death, resurrection. We don't want to hear about the things that's coming. We just want to keep going up the ladder. But I found this this morning, and it blessed me really, really good. And it would do the same for you. That's if we seeking Jesus and not things of our own. We're not chasing after fleshly things. That, that's not what we're doing. But we're chasing after the things of God. Then it help us. We're we looking beyond us. And we're seeking whatever it is. We know that Jesus suffered and we have to suffer. Again, must Jesus bear the cross alone? He's the only one going to bear a cross. 
and all the world go free? Nobody else have to bear? No. There's a cross for everyone. And today I know there's a cross for me. And we don't like to think on these things. We like to think on the good things, the good times. Eat, drink, and be married. No ma'am and no sir. But we know not a day, not an hour when he's returning. It's my job to remind us, this includes me, that he's coming back. And he is looking for his church. Yeah. The one with our spot or rancor. Because see, we've been preparing. We've been working on getting the spots and the wrinkles out of us. So we'll be some smooth operators when he comes. Hallelujah. We ready. We'll be ready. I won't have to tell him because, see, there's a wedding. I, I'm, I'm going to get married. And, see, I got the time to get my gown, you know, tailored just right for me, fitted. I got time to get all of the personal things I need, you know, the right slip, the, the, the right pantyhose, uh, uh, the right shoes. I might need a girdle, whatever it is. I, I, I got time. My hairstyle, I got time to choose the right hairstyle, to try different styles until I get the right one for my special day. So when he come back, I ain't got to hold up. I forgot my shoes. Uh-uh, that won't work. Oh, hold up. I didn't put the clip in, in, in my bun. Uh-uh, uh-uh. See, because five was wise and five was foolish, if we remember. The five wise took enough oil. So when they trimmed their lamps, you see, but the foolish didn't bring none. The door hadn't opened to the wedding yet. So they're asking the wives, can you give us some of your oil? They said, no, we only have enough for us. But you can go where they sell it and buy you some. These nuts left and went to go buy oil. And when they come back, what happened? The ceremony had gone on. We don't want to be those people. But we want to totally be ready to go when he comes. We don't want to be preparing. We can check over the list, make sure everything on the list is that, you know, has been done. And we can praise and worship until he comes. I found this this morning, and it blessed me real good. Three things Jesus never said. They, they wrote this. You will be healthy. You will be wealthy. You will be successful. But they said these three things Jesus said, you'll be hated. You will have trouble, and you will suffer. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Because you're going to be hated because they hated him. You're going to have trouble because he had trouble, and you're going to suffer because he suffered. But we don't want to hear about these things because we believe in him for everything good. Back in the day, they used to say everything hunky-dory. Everything good, nothing bad. I wake up every morning to a beautiful day and no trouble come. So I just skip on through the day. I have pray. I have talked to him. Uh, I have remember. I don't, many don't even remember what he said. Because they got their own mind. They're making their own decisions. Yeah. But I want to go up here. Because we do have a place where we, we, the believers, can run and hide. We have a place in God. And if we are truly his people, he will truly 
take care of you. I was sitting in the garage. Shante reminded me. She said, ooh, wee mama, you blessed. You got too much stuff. I said when I came in this house, I wasn't bringing all that stuff like I had in that apartment. But when the blessings chase you and overtake you, what you going to do? Throw God's blessings away? I will not. Because you got to taste and see and look around and see that God is good. Look around and see what he's done for you. Great and mighty things. And not just materialistically, but your mind is intact. You're not sitting up worrying about what other people are doing and what other people are saying. You have a life of your own in Jesus. And you're trying to run this race with patience. Because the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but the one that endures to the end. You don't have to hurry up, but you do have to prepare daily. Hallelujah. I'm looking at Psalms 27 and 5. And it says, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. And the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Now, what does that mean? For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. I don't care what come my way. I can hide. Because God will hide me. No calamity shall come down my dwelling. And I'm not preparing for calamity, if I'm honest. I'm waiting on the hide. Anything that show up for me, he, he's going to miss me. It's going to bypass me. Everybody around me will be getting it but me. I've seen people property just tore up, house tore up. One house still standing, nothing, nothing ever touched it, no wind, no nothing. And it was in the same, in the same, on the same street like the rest of them. Why? For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. He hid them. He hid their home. They was in their home. Electric never went out. They was in there watching uh, some Christian movie, laughing and talking and eating popcorn or whatever they wanted to do. The rest of the street was in chaos, in terror. They was afraid they wasn't going to make it out of that. But the people of God was in their home relaxing, watching Christian movies, like I said, eating popcorn and things. And the mom walking, do you need more? You want more popcorn, babies? Honey, would you like another cup of, another glass of iced tea? Why? They covered. And when you covered, you don't have to worry about things. But when you're not covered, then that, that, there you go. And we'll prepare for everything but Jesus coming. No, we, we, we don't prepare for that. I got to be honest. Our mind is on preparing for what takes place in the natural, in this old world. That, that's where we are. And that won't keep us. It won't help us out in our time of trouble. But what will help us out in our time of trouble is that we have gotten to know God for ourselves more and more. So he said, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. 
in his pavilion. Now, y'all know it's got to be a place of safety. It's a good place, and it has more than we need, the pavilion does. It says, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. Huh? His tabernacle. It's not like man, and it wasn't built with the hands of man. It goes on to say, he shall set me upon a rock. I'm up high. I'm away from everything and everybody else. I'm up on a high rock. Because, see, before all this trouble came and during this trouble, I was the candle that sit on the hill that couldn't be hid. My light shined so that people could find their way to Jesus. Huh? Yeah. I went a little further and I looked at Psalms 119. This is one of my favorite uh, chapters. Psalms 119. I like all of this. I am a stranger in the earth. Hide not thy commandments from me. I'm a stranger in the earth. And God, I don't need you to hide your word from me. I need to know what your word says. Give me understanding. Give me knowledge and the wisdom of how to use your word. Do it for me. Do it for us today in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I'm a stranger in the earth. I don't know nothing about this. Hide not that commandments from me. I come here knowing nothing. I was born knowing nothing. Somebody taught me these things. So, Lord, if you would let your word come out to me, teach me. Teach me how to follow you. In my time of trouble, you're going to hide me. Psalms 143 and 9 says this, Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Why? He's this kind of God. Even if your enemy is after you, he's a place that you can run in and be saved. Yeah. I tell you. If we look at Proverbs 2 and 1, it says this, my son. If thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee. We got to know his word. We got to believe his word. And keep, keep the word hold tight to you. Keep it in your heart. See, because the heart is a place that holds truth. It holds what you really feel. It holds what you really think. It holds what you really believe in your heart. And that's what God deals with, the heart. Lamentations 3 and 56 says this, Thou hast heard my voice. Hide not thine ears at my breathing, at my cry. What this let me know, no matter what, he going to hear his people. And he won't hide his ear. 
Because he hears pain. He hears breathing. Like we give it out of breath. He hears when we cry unto him. Some people, they, they, they don't want to cry unto him. They feel some kind of way. But God is wise. He know all things. Our prayer should be give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplications. I'm going through today, Lord. Don't hide from me, Father. Hear my prayer. Know that I'm suffering. And I'm suffering for your sake, not my own. Because Jesus will not bear the cross alone and all the world go free. I'm bearing my cross, but I need your strength. I can't bear it on my own. Psalm 69 and 17 says, And hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Look at that. God will come quick. He's a right now God if we need him right now. But many of us, we don't call on him like we should. We need to be in our time of trouble, call on him. We treat God like he's the next door neighbor. We don't want to worry him. See, we don't want to go over there too much and ask for eggs or sugar or butter or something too much from the neighbor because of what they're going to feel or what they're going to think about. God is not like that. That's what he wants you to do. Come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden. I will give you rest. And please don't treat me like you treat man. Like you're going to aggravate me or get on my nerve. I'm bigger than you. That little stuff you talking about over there, it, it, it makes no kind of sense or difference. I am God alone. I'm still God. And no matter what come your way, I am still God. You have not because you ask not. You, you didn't ask me which way to really go. You heard some things and, and it sounded right and you got up and you moved. But how about come to me and find out for yourself the real truth of what I really want? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's that kind of God. He'll give us what we need because it's him that supply need according to his riches and good by his son, Christ Jesus. Neither one of us can do it by ourselves. And we put God, we think we put him in a box and we bring him out when we think it's important enough for him. But do you know every little thing about you is important to him? If you stomp your toe, that's important. If you break a fingernail, that's important. Whatever concerns you concerns him. But in order for us to hide in him and him to hide us in him, we got to know him. And how well do we know God today? How well do we really know God today? Yeah. Some people say this, I got God for myself. She sang into the choir. And when you look at them and look what's behind them, it's a bunch of letters. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y and Z. Now you see those ABCs, 
tell me what you think of me. Because that's all behind them, a bunch of letters. A bunch of words that they didn't even mean. A bunch of words they never even put together to form a sentence unto God. Because they started off lying to him in the beginning. Yeah. So we got to come out the wilderness and get with God for real and learn to love the truth of his word and what he said. Yeah. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love him this morning. Can't help but talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. Yeah, I've got a feeling, the songwriter said, everything is going to be all right. Be all right, be all right, be all right. Yeah, but we got to know God. Not only do we have to know him, but we, again, we got to know his word. Yeah. When we look at Job, what happened? Job said, though it slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. Job said he can't help what go on. All he can do is trust God. It's better for him if he trusts him. Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful thing to trust God today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, we've been through a lot of ups and downs. We've been through all kind of stuff. But when we learn to trust God, we'll be all right today in Jesus' name. I wanted to share that this morning because it's important. Nowhere to run and nowhere to hide for the world. But we have a place that we can run into and be saved. Yeah. Look at this. All kind of stuff happening. When I tell you all kind of stuff is happening. See, when we look back, people like me in my age group, and people like to section it off. You know, they like to say this generation, that generation, which is true. But I was thinking we all are human beings. We are all people. And when I mention that to people, they act like, oh, oh, like being human is a a thing of the past. You're no longer human. What? The foolishness. What in the world? But now when evil take over, when God is not in it, yeah, you act like you're from somewhere else because that spirit that's using you is, it really is from hell. That spirit that is using you is ugly. So you're not acting like a child of God or you're not acting like you're human. People not sitting around saying, oh, why did I think that evil thought? Oh. Why did I go over there and do that to them? That was ugly. That was no man. The devil is the prince of the air. 
And a lot of this stuff is according to TV. I stay away from it the best that I can. Because we go out in the world acting like the people on the TV. Doing what is expected of us from the TV. From something that's not even real. That's not even reality. I know they had a bunch of shows and they called them reality shows, but it was a lie all of it. It wasn't that, that foolishness. And if that was the true way these people was thinking and acting, let me tell you something. I sure wouldn't want to follow that. And I definitely wouldn't have my sons and daughters listening to it. We know more about word and stuff than we do God. And I feel sorry for many people because they don't know. I thank God for my parents. I thank God for bringing me up in the church where I could learn about the goodness of the Lord and the things of him and the ways of him and what's required by him. Because it'll make your flesh come under subjection. It'll make your flesh behave. But a lot of times we don't know. And when it troubles our flesh, we, we don't like it. And, and we'll let the pastor know, I don't like that. But when we know God and we've learned, and he has to teach us, his spirit has to hold us. And we need to be accountable unto the word of God. The people of God should be accountable unto his word. But we learn about everything else that we can quote it like that. But the things of God, we can't quote it. We don't know nothing about it. We gave way to everything else but that, the word of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Listen, the studio is open this morning early. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in. And we are still talking about nowhere to run this morning and nowhere to hide. We're still talking about that. The world is in trouble. I'm not in trouble. I'm not in no kind of trouble. As Lil Duval said, I'm living my best life. Yeah, I don't have to go back and forth with the devil. Uh-uh. I'm living my best life. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I'm keeping my mind on him. It's him that's keeping me in perfect peace. I know what his word says concerning me, and I'm holding on to it because I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the lender, not the barrier. I'm casting my cares upon him, for he cared for me. There's some things already in America that the devil tricked people to be against each other. And while y'all fighting with each other and trying to outdo each other, the devil creeps some things right on in here. That at any moment, it could take all Americans out. Or it could take America to a low state. A place where we'll never recover. Then who's the greatest nation then? Because we, we say we're the people of God because if my people, he said it, I didn't say it, which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. He go to key, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive the sins and heal the land. And it starts with leadership. And if we don't have a strong leadership, if we just putting people in there to do what we want, 
And it's all about finances. It's all about control. But see, people have done things and think they're going to escape. But it won't, you started it, but it won't be nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. This is why we keep our leadership in prayer. If we don't pray for nothing else, we should pray for the leadership of this country. And we should ask God to bind up and cast out anything that's not like him. Cast out all the evil, negative, and hindering spirits. Cast them out. He said, well, two or three are gathered in his name. As touching and agree. We need to come together and touch and agree on this as often as possible. Because a miracle can come back to God, but we got to get what's not God out of here. Who don't believe God, they get him out. Because God has not left America. America left God. He's still standing strong. <laughs> He's still Jehovah Jireh. He's still Jehovah Shalom. He's still Almighty God that have all power. There's no higher power. He's still that same God that said, let there be light and light appears. He's the same God that says, trust me with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge me. I direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear me and depart from evil. It's that same God. It's the same God that inspired man to write that the name is a place where the righteous can run in and be saved, a place where the believers can run in and be saved. But no, we in the world and we of the world. And I've never seen so many cowardly men soft, softer than a woman. Where the men that's going to stand up for God? Where you at? No, we're too busy trying to appeal to intellect. To let these people know we're not ignorant. Oh, let me tell you something. You better get God, the Spirit of God living in you, and let the Spirit of God stand up in you, because them same people, you're going to see them marched off to hell. And you thought what they said was so important. Get the Spirit of God for yourself and trust God for yourself. Stop leaning to your own understanding. You're messing yourself up every day. You're overthinking things. You don't know which way to turn. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And sometimes we follow in the wrong people. And we think we follow in the right people, but we are not. This is why I have to get it from the horse's mouth, as they say. As they say, I have to get it from Almighty God that have all power. He got to move me because I can't move with these other people. He got to speak in my spiritual ear and let me know, yes, Barbara, do that. Yes. That's me. Yes. He's not moving. I'm sitting there and I'm just listening. And after a while, I turn it all off. I'm honest with you. I turn it off. Because if God is not in it, I don't want none. Talking about this and that. You ain't experienced nothing. I come from the ancestors of slaves. I come from the ancestors of this all these people had. And they found him. And he delivered. But once he delivered, after a while, they got so free, they lost their mind. They began to look back at what the devil had, and they want what the devil got. 
And because we didn't let God give to us, we want to get it on our own. We got mixed up and matched up and messed up. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. Pray and ask God about it. He'll show you. I only want what God has for me. And I'm back looking at this. And I believe it. Jesus never said you'll be healthy, you'll be wealthy, you'll be successful. But he did say this. This is what they're telling me now. You'll be hated. That's the word. You will have trouble. That's the word. And you will suffer. And that's the word. Now, people going to use, he come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But your abundant life is in living in the spirit of God because your life is hid in Christ now. You're no longer of the world. You're in the world, but you're not of it. You're not walking according to your flesh. You're walking according to the spirit. If you can allow God to lead and guide you. We back to it again. There's a way to seem right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. We got to seek God with our whole heart because if not you, your family, your cousin, mama, aunt, uncle uh, uh, Bob, and, and, and Aunt Sally and all of that, we all going to be in some trouble because nobody begin to seek God. We listen to these jack leg people and we messed up. Come out history and honey, we came from, I did. Ancestors of a slave. And that grandmama Maddie moment prayed for me in 1925. And this is 2023. And that prayer is still being availed. Much. I'm still being blessed because of what Maddie prayed. My mind is made, is made up, got made up because of what Maddie prayed. Hallelujah. Because of what Prince and Mary Pittman prayed. I'm still walking in God. I'm still walking according to the spirit. I'm still believing God. I don't pump it up, fix it up, and make it look no other kind of way than real. Because I'm real and I'm going to deal with reality. I don't edit me. I don't edit nothing. I don't edit this show. I won't edit you. I'm not editing nothing. It is what it is. I'm not going to put it out there like we perfect. The devil is a fool and a liar, and I'll make a fool and a liar out of you, but you got the letter. Yeah. And the world said, I'm not about that life. <laughs> I'm about another life. I'm about the blood of Jesus was shed for me. I'm about God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whoever believed in any man on him won't perish but have everlasting life. Bro, Anthony, I'm about that life now. I'm about that one right there. I'm about the way God moves. Oh, he moves in mysterious ways. Hallelujah. I'm about Apostle Paul and his teachings. Oh, he taught me some good stuff. I feel like running. Hey, Paul taught me. He taught me this. Anthony, he said, Barbara, don't be ashamed of the gospel. I'm looking. It have power, Barbara. Power to save. When I look back, it saved me. The word of God. <laughs> I start believing it. 
now unto him that's able to keep me. Him that's able, guess, I don't care what I feel about myself. He's able to keep me blameless before his throne. When I stand before him to be judged, he can say, come on in, welcome. He's got all power. So as believers, we have somewhere to run and we have somewhere to hide. Unbelievers may not. Because the key to coming to God is to believe. And if you don't believe, you don't have the key, you can't come. See, because we must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently faithfully, continuously, always seeking him. We'll seek the manual on how to succeed on the job. Or we'll study that thing. What? I'm going to show corporate what I'm working with. But we don't want to show God in the world what we're working with. See, because the harvest is clingless and we can't forget this. This is important business. We can't forget the harvest. We can't forget the atheists, the unbelievers. We got to pray for these people. And when we get the opportunity to present Jesus, that's what we got to do. Well, I know they told you you can't do it on the job, but the devil is a fool and a liar. If God be for you, he's more than the whole world against you. I'm not going to get fired and lose my job. I know I ain't supposed to talk about God. Are you crazy? Let God use you. Now, don't use yourself. Because he may have been fired for being used by them. And they accused God of doing it, but it wasn't them. It was their flesh. <laughs> but you got to make sure God is using you. And then on the job, you can stand up and hold up the blood-stained banner on your job. God will show you the way to do it. I've been in no seminary school. Couldn't go. Wanted to. Oh, I wanted to go so bad because I was going to present, honey. I was going to present and represent. The Lord said, you go, I take my anointing. Well, I'm going to go that, that end of that. No, thank you. Y'all go on and get your degrees in theology. I'll be all right. Because I got theology, and that's what I'm going to stick with. I'm going to stick with that bowing down. I'm going to stick with that staying on my knees until he comes. And see what I need and see what I want. Until he delivers unto me. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm not out here trying to look the part to the world. Uh-uh. I'm trying to look the part to the people that's plain and simple down the earth and know they need God. Yeah, you just go to him. You ain't got to have no altar. The pastor don't have to be present. I'm looking for them kind of people. And especially them that got saved and they wasn't even in the church. Yeah, I, I'm looking for the kind of people they was hell raisers before they came to God. Yeah, them the kind I'm looking for. Yeah, them old weed smokers. Y'all know what I'm talking about, weed smokers. <laughs> them old wine drinkers. You know, you just couldn't rest in the evening unless you had your glass. You wasn't considered an alcoholic, but you was considered a recreational drinker. You know, when your friend come over, y'all have a drink. Them the ones I need. Yeah, them the ones I need to talk to. All the intellectuals, high society, halfway believing because they believe what somebody else taught them. 
That's not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to them that came to Jesus just as they were. They was weary, wounded, and sad. They found in him a resting place. The day they can say, he made them glad. They want to redeem. I'm talking to that prostitute that came off the street. Talking to the dope boys, the dope man that say, I give it all up. I found a better side. Hey, hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you today, God. Thank you. I found a better solution. They rough, rugged, and real, just raw. Ain't nothing to hide. They tell it all. Some people say we, we, we tell war stories. These are war stories. But we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he did it. We couldn't do it for ourselves. I couldn't save me. I couldn't stop doing what I was doing. He had to come and rescue me, and he did. And it wasn't nothing about a corporate America. (laughs) It wasn't nothing about these people teaching their kind of history. Oh, hallelujah. But it was about deliverance, and he delivered me. He delivered me in the house. (laughs) I wasn't at church. Wasn't no usher boy there. Wasn't no choir singers. Wasn't no deacons there. Wasn't no mother boys there. The pastor wasn't present. They didn't have no finance committee there. God delivered me in my house. I went to him. Because he's no respect of person and he don't have no respect of places. If you're in jail, he'll deliver you. And they call, some people talk about it and say you had jailhouse religion until you done showed them. 20 years later, you showing them that God still is and God is still in you. You still showing them he's still God. <laughs> and he's God alone. It took me a lot of years to prove to these people in Jacksonville that I had it. To prove to my family, even my children. It took a lot of years. They didn't believe that. What? Who heard? Uh-uh. What? And guess what? Right even to this day, my kids say, I ain't never heard you cuss. <laughs> I'm telling you, he is God and he is God alone. All that cussing I used to do, all in front of them, they don't even remember it. When he delivers you, he delivers you. When he clean you up, he clean you up. And once you get cleaned up, you want to stay up, you keep going up because he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him every day. Anything go on. Look, the devil done tried to take so much from me and come again. Let me tell you something. The Lord of the Spirit, the Lord of the the enemy at work. You're going to let him take what I gave you. This is Spirit of the Lord talking to me. I'm in the garage. I hangs out nowadays in the garage. And the Lord will show me stand still and know that I'm God. Sit down. Be quiet. This, that, and the other. Huh? It's kind of like with Daniel. If he delivered Daniel out of the lion, did Bobby, you think he's going to leave you somewhere? <laughs> huh? Shack and a bed and a bed and go out of there. No smoke, no. Why would he leave you in the furnace? Are you not his like they were? Are you checking wits and religion against them? No, I'm not, Lord. 
<laughs> Some things tickle me because it's me, it's not him. And he coming straight it out because he know I'm thinking of something crazy. Huh? He come and he fix my heart and regulate my mind right quick because I need it. Well, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. He do all of that. Daniel over there, that lion did. They, they tell me Daniel made the lions out of pillows. They took good care of Daniel, your cold will get closer to you because our fur will keep you warm. What? Now, Bob, if I didn't leave Daniel in there with them lions, and, and they may not have been hungry, but I didn't let them have an appetite for Daniel, do you think I'll leave you in the den, Bob? I'll deliver you right now. Trust me. Because some things God just show up and just show you. I'm still God and God alone. I don't know what's before me, before me, but I can trust the heart of God. I can. He never deceived me. Hey, thank you. Never lied to me. Glory, hallelujah, was always there, has always been there for me. I ask and he gives. Nothing that'll cause me sorrow, hurt, harm or pain. I'm not walking the floor in the midnight hour, not knowing where the next payment coming from or the next meal, because guess what? I once was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, and I've never seen his seed beg bread. He always make a way. Hallelujah. So we have somewhere to run, and we have somewhere to hide, and we can trust God. So I'm thankful unto him for us because I know him for myself. And see, it makes all the difference in the world when you know God for yourself. I'm not leaning and depending on these other people to tell me the truth because that's not what they're doing today. And if you can pay a little tithes and offer, they think you got a few dollars. You got money coming from somewhere, so come on in here and bring it. Look at it now, ATM in the church. They do the business plan of the church like the world. We in the world, but not, but it brings prosperity. And that's what they after. They after what we call in the world after the, that money. <laughs> that's what they after. But look what the, they told me over here. Three things Jesus never said. You'll be healthy, you'll be wealthy, and you'll be successful. Now, they said three things that Jesus did say was that you'll be hated, you will have trouble, and you'll suffer. Now, I know them three things, the hate, the trouble, and the suffer, I know that's the word of God. Now, somebody say it's, under, it's an undeniable facts. These are undeniable facts. We have a form of godliness with no power, no pain, no gain. Only if we suffer with him, Will we reign with him? Now, that's what they said. And I'm just led to believe it. Me, I am. <laughs> because of this, Jesus suffered a tremendous suffering. And he told us the world hate him and they would hate us. So when I see that hate, it, it no longer bothers me. Now, when I first started out, you know, you, you on fire, you want everybody to love everybody. But as you 
learn. God teach you. You go through trials. You go through the, you learn. So now when I see that hate, I just love them. Sometimes I can't get close to them because they're so vicious. But I just love them from a distance because I know. I know where they come. They had to hate me. They hated Jesus. And I'm going to suffer for his sake, not my own. It's not for the sake of the flesh. Because you know the flesh would want it to get with them. What? The flesh would have said, I want to do anything you want to do. You want to fight? We can fight. You got a knife? We can cut? Yeah. That would have been the flesh. But the spirit say love them and move on. Yeah. This boy T.I., he had a rap. And in the rap, he said this. Uh, it might be called hip-hop. He said, be a group and keep it moving, shorty. You don't know me. That's what he said. I often think about that. Keep it moving. They don't know Jesus. Keep it moving. Give them what God give you to give them and don't try to hang. Don't try to become their friend. Mm-hmm. Drop off what the Spirit gave you to drop off and go on because His Word won't return void. And we don't know if God is drawing them or not. Because look, if He don't draw them, they can't come. Had he not drawn me, I couldn't come. But he drew me, and I'm here. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And in spite of, ooh, he's on my side. And you tell me the blessings of the Lord make rich? Oh, somebody tell God thank you because you were on the way. Tell him thank you. Your blessings uncommonly is on the way. Do you know I had to learn to give? I didn't know. I didn't know like this. I, I just had no clue. <laughs> I thank God for that Mike Murdoch. I don't care what nobody say about it, including myself. I used to be like, Mike, come on now. Give it a break. Come on, Mike. I can't be bothered with Mike. He just after that Mike. I used to see him and I said, Mike is an attractive man, but I can't listen to that foolishness. He talking because he just wants some money. He just want to be rich. That ain't God, all that money. Guess what? I prayed the prayer of faith. I'm telling you that prayer of faith will make you whole. Before day in the morning, <laughs> the Lord woke me up. Listen, look, I saw Mike. I'm like, oh, uh, the Lord said, listen, listen. It's a fool that despises knowledge. Listen. I listen to Mike. And the spirit of the Lord began to move. And uh, I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do something about it. I listened a little more. And then I, the spirit of the Lord moved me and I moved. And I planted a seed, not unto Mike but unto inspiration of ministry. The, the, the TV program that he was on, Dave Cirillo and Barbara, they spread the world all the, the gospel all over the world in countries I never even heard of. And I know I wouldn't get that. But because I plant seeds, I'm going through them. Plant it and Lord look here. When I tell you a door come open to me, 
financially like never before, just boom. I'm looking crazy. What? You know what? You obey God. From that day to this one, every month, I support it. And when I can give more than I normally plant, I give more. And every time I give more, God expands. But I don't want to use it like a lottery ticket. That's not what I'm doing. I'm giving what God say give and let it multiply. Yeah. Because ministry, I want my ministry to be blessed. And so I got to give to to, to be blessed because people don't support like that. Mm -mm. And they, they, they don't have faith like that. And I try to teach faith. Now faith is. You've got to believe it right now. You can't put God on the back burner and tell me, I'm going to give it when I get some money. I'm going to do it when I get my next check. Yeah, you got to stretch out in faith. But now if you don't have faith, don't do it. You can't believe to get your life bill money back. Don't do it. And you're going to keep going, Lord, I gave over there, and I ain't seen no sign of my light bill money yet. Don't do that. <laughs> I didn't see no way. I didn't have the money, but I wanted my truck. And I'm telling you, I just sit out in the garage and say this. Lord, would you give me the truck payment? The people waiting on it. <laughs> I'm telling you, just like I would talk to a friend. Just like I would go to Shante and say, Shante, look here, I need the truck money, and I need people. They're going to start calling me in a minute. You'll go ahead and give me the truck money. That's the way I do God because he got it. I know he got it and he said he'll give it. So guess what happened? He gave me the money and invented a budget just for the truck. Oh, y'all don't understand. I try to get people to be blessed, but they don't understand. And then they may be given to other places, which is fine, which is fine. As long as you're blessed and the blessings are overtaking you, I could care less where you give. Yeah. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But Mike blessed me, and I'll never forget him. <laughs> I'll never forget how God used me. I mean, used him to bless me. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to his majesty. Listen, the studio is still open. If anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. And I play a lot of these songs because these are the songs of the people. Yeah. These are songs that they request. And uh, we got that kind of station, a radio blog that You give your song, and this is what we play. Yeah, play what you want to hear. All right, we got Zach Williams this morning, and this is a request. Chain Breaker. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice at the same old life, if you're trying to feel the same old hold inside, there's a better life, there's a better life If you got pain, he's a pain taker If you feel lost, 
I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? I am blessed. Hi. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. And good morning, everyone. I'm so glad to be able to call in. I just wanted to give a quick testimony and just share the story with everyone, just to encourage us all uh, in our relationship with God and the power of prayer. So the other day, and this has been ongoing, um, you know, we don't just go to God when we need things. Uh, we pray in and out of season. And we tell God all about it. If it's a wild eyelash out of place, if it's a hair out of place, we tell God all about it. And he hears it. It's important to him. And we just have to remember not to let the enemy tell us, oh, well, God doesn't want to hear that. God is too busy. He doesn't have time for that. Stop bothering God. He's busy with other things. But we all know anything that comes out the enemy's mouth is a lie. So we were praying. And there's some things that I was talking to God about privately and I was like, Mom, I said, you know, can we pray on these things and da 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 da. So long story short, 
we prayed, and I'm talking prayed the walls down, the prayer faith, not doubting, um, just trusting in God fully that whatever the prayer is for, that God would move in the spirit and bless. We prayed that prayer, and I promise y'all, in less than a day, God moved. And he is showing me that he heard the prayer and the very things that I asked for. God is moving in all those areas. And it's just shocking because we have expectations, and if we pray today, we want it to happen that very second. But God is perfection. God is time. He is space. He is all things encompassed in one. And so I was sitting there, and I said, well, after the prayer went forth, we said in Jesus' name, and I went on trusting and knowing that God was going to do it. And he did that very thing. God will not owe us anything. And he's faithful. He's not like man. He's not like us where he's a human and he would lie. No, whatever he says, every word of God is pure and shield unto us to put our trust in him. And so when you pray, I just want to encourage everybody, no matter what you hear, feel, think, or see, I know I always say that, no matter what you hear, feel, think, or see, pray the prayer, trust God will do it, and don't worry about trying to sort it out. He's our, God knew what the prayer was going to be before we even went to him and asked for it. But I believe in my heart that going to God in prayer is a sign of trust, it's a sign of faith, it's a sign of a strong relationship, and this is in any aspect of our life. If you look at all the relationships that you have, the people that are in your circle and the people that you love and call your family and friends, you, there has to be some semblance of trust in there, some type of relationship. Otherwise, you would have nothing to do with them if you couldn't trust them. So it's the same thing with God, but we trust him even the more because we're family and friends will fail us. God never will. So that prayer that we prayed, and we've been praying for a while, you know, God hears it, and in his season and time, he will do it and fix everything and straighten every crooked line. So I'm just happy to be able to share a praise report that God is who he says he is. He will do what he says he's going to do, and he loves us beyond our wildest imagination. If anyone is a parent, if anyone has a spouse or, you know, a parent that's alive or a friend or anybody that you love in your life, if you look at the one person that you just couldn't be without and you say, I love this person, God loves you beyond infinity over that. So it's just something that help us put things in perspective. But I thank God for the power of prayer. I thank him even more for his son, Jesus, and I thank him for the time and the, the, the energy that he puts into us. God loves us, and anything that we stand in the need of, he will he will be that need. He will meet that need, and he will be our way maker. So I thought that song was really uh, just poignant, just to the testimony. But God bless y'all. Keep praying for each other. Pray for yourselves. And when you pray, don't don't doubt and trust God, and He'll work it out. Okay. God bless y'all in Jesus' name, and I love you. Amen. 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 Again, listen. I know what you're talking about because I too. He don't always move quick on certain things. It depending on what I need or what we need. But I tell you, you can pray the prayer of faith. If you mean that thing, and if it's possible for you, if the timing is right, if this is the plan God has for you, he'll move like that. He'll move so quick, it'll be like a flash of lightning. He's this kind of God. And yet we touched and agreed, and he moved. Yeah, I thought she had said one thing, and yesterday I asked her, but I said, what did she say? No, I, I did that Thursday. 
I was like, what? I thought you told me. She said, well, Mama, I got some of the days mixed up. But he's always there. And I know he's patient. Some things he's waiting for us to bring to him. Even things that are in our heart that shouldn't be. And we keep saying one day. Or we keep looking away from it. He's patiently waiting for us to bring that thing to him. Do y'all know I thought I was all of that and real good? I thought I had it together. I ain't do no wrong. And I was the perfect wife. And it was him, the ex-husband. And he had done this. I wouldn't have did. Let me tell y'all something. Do you know God come and knock on my door? <laughs> come and knock on the door. Hey, Barbara, look here. I know you're putting all the blame on Billy Mack, but I need you to look at this. He showed me me. Oh, yes, he did. So guess what? All the blame wasn't on Billy Mack. Some of the blame was for Barbara. And God began to show me, oh, yeah, you said this and this about him, but if you would have did this and this, you didn't do this. What? I had all the finger pointing. Done, done painted my nail real cute and filed it, you know. And I'm just a pointing at him. He, 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 he did it. He did it. He, he, he. And all of that. If he wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have, <laughs> the Lord said, well, if you would have. How about that? Huh? He fixed it for me. And I accept what he allowed. And when he showed me my wrongdoing, I go to him and try and get it right. Lord, help me. I don't cover it up. I don't sugarcoat it to myself. Another thing, I have to forgive myself. Like I have to forgive others, I got to forgive me and keep it moving. Yeah. Because I know him. And I know him for myself. And I know what's unpleasing to him. And I know what's pleasing. I know what he can accept and what he can't accept. And he's not going to accept unforgiveness because he said if we don't forgive, he can't forgive us. I want forgiveness. I don't know about nobody else. I want to be forgiven by God that when I stand before him, he'll count me blameless. It's a big deal. I know it don't feel like a big deal because we're in the world and we're looking at the things of the world. And we feel in the effects of things. But it's a big deal to hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant. It's a big deal to stand before him and be blameless. Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. It's a big thing to know him. It's a big thing to come to him every morning. It's a big thing to get your spirit man fed. It's a big man, a big thing to make a choice, I'm going to do better by God. Some people say in the morning, I'm going to do, no, I'm going to do it now. Unless it's my morning prayer, morning meditation. But if I can do it right now, I'm doing it right now. I'm going to encourage more people. Starting to mark, no, no, I'm going to pick that phone up and call sister somebody right now. Hey, uh, this, this, and that. Listen. 
Listen, Pastor David made it to the hospital already. Intercessors, I need y'all to continue to pray. Yeah, because I need God to bring that fever down and that'll bring the tears down. And I need God to give him an appetite. When he get through, I want him to be so hungry until Sion got to cook three meals in one. <laughs> hey, this all you cook. <laughs> I want him to be hungry. He's not a big man. He don't do all that eat. I mean, he muscle, you know, rough, rugged, weird, that kind of thing. But he ain't eating a whole pot of food. But I want him to get that. Just, just temporarily, just temporarily, because that food going to make him stronger in his body. Yeah. I'm praying that he'll get his appetite back. That fever go. The chills go with the fever. And he ready to eat something. Yeah. I went down there and spent the, a night, I think I did. Woke up the next morning, seeing them in the bed and whatever, dot and they Katie in the bed and that. Pastor David done got up because, you know, he know a big girl like them groceries. Pastor David done got up and made me some uh, uh, yaki, yaki. Oh, he done made me a dumpling. Lord have mercy. Oh, he done egg. Oh, fluffy and good. He done made me some groceries. Coffee? Oh, I see. <laughs> I said that in the den. I have to go to the table and enjoy it myself. Yes, sir. That's my buddy right there. So y'all keep him lifted up in prayer. And I'm believing God is moving. I'm believing God is moving. And whatever that is that's trying to attack him, we bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell. Because I'm not going to say it truly attacked him in the way it wanted to. Yeah, that's why the Lord said get him on over to the hospital. But God is safer, and we trust in God to lead the, the, the physician hands over there, lead their mind and, and the diagnosis and everything. Yeah, because he's the head physician, and he know what to speak to them. When we speak in the word to Pastor David this morning, the word of God and the word is healing. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. We trust in him. We trust in him. He may not be physically here, but in his spirit. Yeah, hear, hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else, the studio is open. And uh, feel free to press that, number one. I saw you come in, Sister Rita. I had already prayed for you before you got here. Area code 111. God bless you this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless this person. Move for them today, Lord, in a mighty way. You know what they're standing in need of. And Lord, wherever they are, they may not be able to say nothing, but God, we know that you know the very intent of their heart. They stayed this long to hear what the Spirit had to say to the church. So Lord, I know they belong to you. Move for them in a mighty way today. In the name of Jesus, supply the need this morning, Father. Don't let it go into the afternoon. Do it this morning. In the name of Jesus. You know the very intent of their hearts today. Hallelujah. Uh, by your spirit in Jesus' name. Father, bless Minister Shonda. Move for her today. Father, you know what she's standing in need of. And God, I ask that you would move in a mighty way. Hallelujah. Minister Shonda, I see some writing, a lot of writing like on a pad. And like these people coming with it and they checking things off. They're checking things off. I see that. I see that for you. But whatever this is, it's going to bless you. 
real good, real good. Financially, too, it's going to bless you real good. So we lift our hands and we just tell God, thank you. Mm, my goodness. Yeah. And when you think on this, don't think of me if you can help it. But tell God, thank you. I mean, begin to praise the minister, Shonda. Yeah, because I see that. Yeah, they got a pad on a clipboard. And they checking. They checking things off. If I'm not, I want to say it's the car people, the, the, the insurance people, but I'm not. All I see is the pad and the check. Yeah. And I, I just see them standing by the car, but that don't mean it's car related. You understand? But when you think on this, I want you to stretch out in the praise and the worship like it unlaws your mind. Yeah, because we have and we took on the mind of Christ. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. Isn't that cute? That was just cute. That was just really, really cute. <laughs> He'll move right now. Hallelujah. Yes, he will. He will move, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Bless Brother Anthony and Lord this week quickly. Let him get his gift. Father, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And Father, you know what he's standing in need of. You've met his needs many times. And Father, I ask for full establishment for him. Establish it today, O oh God. That God, you would give him his own house and everything he need to go in the house. But Lord, I believe right now you have him in ministry up and down the street. I believe you have him in ministry. Yeah. But Lord, I know you're able and do it for your glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Uh, Brother Anthony, I've seen some dollar bills falling. Yeah, so when you think on this, I want you not to think on me, Brother Anthony, but I want you to think on God. I mean, begin to scream and yell it, telling him thank you, praise and worship. If you got your music there, turn it up a little bit and go and stretch out into praise and worship. That just make the blessing come a little quicker. That just make the, the miracle move fast. That's all. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Isn't he a wonder? You never know how he's going to move. And that's what I love about it. I never know how he's going to move. I'm looking one way, Dot, he come another. I look another, he, he come another way. We never know how he's going to move. But we do know he's a moving God. Yeah, and he moved by his spirit. And that's what he said to the Father, by my spirit, I'm going to go. And he comes. And I'm all right with it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank him for what he's done already this morning. Thank you, Jesus. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. He was a son of God, yet he was lowly. Can we say the same thing? Yeah. I'm the daughter of God, but yet I'm lowly. Yeah. I'm not better than nobody. I'm not more than nobody. I'm just plain and simple, everyday barber. Huh? I don't think nothing is too good for people that I have. I'm not that kind of person. Plain and simple, down to earth. I like talking to people because I love people. But all that I got to put on ass for you, I won't do it. Mm-mm. You going to hear me say, ain't, be, you going to hear, yes, they is. You going to... You know, he all of that. 
my goddaughter from San Diego, she used to laugh so hard and every day I did, she talked to Sal. Yes, they else. She used to do all of that to me. I said, girl, you got to go on and be in her with just laugh. Yeah, because I'm from the South. And we talk all kind of talk. We say all kind of things. We don't say, I'll be back. We say, I'll be back. Like B-I-K-E. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. I love it, though. I'm sorry. I just love it. But listen, the studio is still open. And while uh, we're waiting for someone to make their mind and come in and say something, we're going to our next song of the morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we thank you this morning, Father, for all you've done. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight. Somebody asked the question one day, say, is there anything too hard for God?
something you want to say, feel free. Press that number one and come in. All right, buddy, I see you down there. <laughs> oh, good morning, good morning. God bless you this morning. And uh, you know it's always a pleasure to see that 706. Yeah, you know that makes my day, buddy. That makes my day. And so I'm thankful unto the Lord for it. And let me go here right quick. Father God, in the name of Jesus, bless Brother D today. Move by your spirit for him, Father. You know what he's standing in need of. You know his heart's desire. God, you know what he needs more than he knows. Ask that you would move for him and his family this day. In the name of Jesus, release unto him today, O oh God, October the 23rd, 2023. In the precious name of Jesus. I'll do it, Lord. Touch and heal his body. Lord, move in a mighty way this day. In Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. You know what? I think I saw Brother Jermaine over here somewhere earlier. Did he leave? He may have to go to work or something. But I I just know I saw a, a 215 number. I don't know if I prayed for Brother Jermaine. I saw that number. Mm-hmm. I thought I saw it. 
Maybe he had to go and maybe he'll come back. But we touch and agree for him this morning as well, that Father, you would bless him and bless his family in the name of Jesus. Bless the new baby. Lord, give them more than they need in this season. In Jesus' name, amen and hallelujah. All right, Brother Anthony. Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you? Bless Hello, favor. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Good morning to listeners. Everybody listening this morning. God bless y'all. First of all, I want to give God thanks for waking me up this morning. I thank him for life having strength in my heart and mind. Just thank him for allowing me to see another day. Another day. Thank him for that activity in my room. And thank God for who he is to me, what he's doing in me, where he brought me from, where he's taking me. And just thank God for this ministry as well and you know, having a relationship with him and knowing of him. Praise God. And um, I just ask you to continue to keep me in prayer, my strength in the Lord. And I uh, just want to say good morning again to everybody. And God bless y'all. Yeah, I just as I ask this continue to pray for me and pray for y'all. And, and I just uh, ask that God just continue to bless each and every one. And even the ones that haven't been out here and the people in this world and this nation, you know, this day and in the days to come. You know that you know we will continue to strive to seek Him and know Him and in all our ways. And God bless you. I have a best and awesome day. Amen, brother Anthony. Amen. That's what we need. We need to be praying for this nation. We need to pray for this America because I'm telling you, mm, the way I see it's moving. My goodness. And we want to remember Luke chapter 21. Don't forget that. Luke chapter 21 is very important. Because it's going to tell you about some things that you need to do. So that you can be prepared and spared. Prepared and spared. Mm -hmm. And it will be all right. In Jesus' name. Listen, if no one else have anything to say this morning. I'm going on over here a little bit. And um, I'm looking for this one. I like to put God first. I love that one. But maybe the Lord may move in another way for us. But y'all bear with me. Y'all know I have to look in the song box. Choose things and to pick things out. Let's go with this one this morning. Do we have enough time? So from 25 to 36, I literally had a life of just partying and alcohol. And I'm drinking because I'm still trying to shut these thoughts of what happened to me as a kid, as a teenager. Again, I'm finding myself, okay, where, who do I identify as? Who am I? When I went into the church, I don't know if you guys ever heard this song called Come to the Altar. There's a lyric that said, are you overwhelmed by your sin? And God, literally, the Lord showed me everything that I did against him. Not in a way to condemn me, but in a way like in love. And I'm sitting here like, I don't know God, I don't know about this because I have so much shame. The next thing he said to me, he said, I see a wall stacked up way out high, like a brick wall. There's a door, there's a key with my friend Jesus and I, with his help. We're gonna open the door, sit on the couch, assess the whole situation, and one by one, that brick wall is gonna come down. 
So I actually grew up in a small town in Guatemala. It's called Tikisate. And I grew up uh, with my grandmother with uh, five other siblings. I'm actually a twin. And we grew up, with, from what I remember, was Catholic. So it wasn't really a like a religious home. We just went to church. We just went to mass, and that was about it. I didn't really have a relationship with God. Uh, I was just going to church. But at uh, five years old, actually, so this is where my st- story starts, it's when I finally met my parents. I grew up with my grandmother, and at five years old, I met my dad. He came over to Guatemala just to come get us because we were moving to Virginia. And um, when I first met him, my grandma already built stories about him telling me that, he, you know, he was going to bring gifts. So what children, what kids don't like gifts, right? So he came bearing gifts like Santa Claus, and we were all excited. And uh, that day, I remember during the day, it was just a joyful time getting to know my dad because I've never met him. And uh, unfortunately, that night, it took a turn. Uh, it was an unexpected turn. We went to sleep like regular, and I woke up with my dad being at the edge of my bed, uh, touching me inappropriately. I didn't know what to expect. I was my body froze. I was my small body, my small frame just froze. I didn't know what to expect, and I just said, "Okay." Uh, I was really confused. So the next day, I found myself putting a lot of clothes over my body because I just was confused on what just happened the night before. And I lived in a place where it was 90 degrees. It was like 90 to 100 degrees, and I felt, why am I putting so many clothes over my mind, um, over my over my body? So immediately I went from thinking like a child to thinking like an adult. So that whole day I just, you know, it was hot, and I just walked around in a lot of clothes because I didn't want my dad to see me how he saw him, how what he did the night prior. So eventually, uh, we moved to Virginia. We moved to Alexandria, Virginia, and um, I went from going to a Catholic church to a Pentecostal church. So we grew up uh, Pentecostal, Pentecostal. I'm so sorry, Pentecostal, from five to twelve years old. When we got there, my dad actually was really big on sharing his to- testimony on how he came to the Lord, mm-hmm. and so was my mom. So I saw my mom in the worship team and my dad preaching at the altar when I was a kid. But every night my dad would come into the room and he would, you know, molest me every Did you know that whether you are fully aware or not, you have placed something first in your life? Have you ever stopped to consider what occupies that prime spot in your heart and whether or not it truly deserves that honor? Today... I want to urge you to put God first in your life. Let us delve into God's Word to truly understand the profound impact of making Him the center of our lives. I am also going to pray a powerful prayer with you in the mighty name of Jesus. So watch until the end and open your hearts to receive the blessings of this prayer. Now consider this. Every decision, every action, and every thought reflects what we value most. The choices we make daily are a mirror to our soul's deepest desires and priorities. But, you know what? We should always ensure that we put God first in all that we do. When we truly place Him at the forefront of our lives, we experience a transformation so profound that our lives will never be the same. Today, I want to share with you nine essential truths to keep in mind 
as we seek to ensure that we put God first in our lives. As we discuss these nine truths, I pray that each one will resonate deeply within you, guiding your path closer to God's heart. Remember, a life centered around God is not just rewarding. It's the very essence of true fulfillment in your life. Number one, understand the ultimate priority. Listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This isn't a mere statement. It's a profound truth. Every day, life presents us with an array of choices. It's like being at a grand buffet with so many dishes to pick from. What do you prioritize? The world offers temporary pleasures, wealth, fame, luxury, and all the material stuff you can think of. But what does God offer? God offers himself, which covers everything. When we prioritize God, we aren't merely adding him to our list. We are placing him at the top. By aligning ourselves with God's purpose, our entire perspective shifts. Life's challenges, rather than appearing as insurmountable obstacles, become lessons. They evolve into opportunities for growth and self-discovery. And you know what's interesting? When we place God first, everything else falls into place. It's like that void we once had. It's filled, that deep emptiness within us. Like there's something missing, it's gone. Because when we place God first, we begin to find fulfillment in His love and purpose. It's one thing for me to tell you, but my friends, experiencing it for yourself is another thing. It's life-changing in a tangible way. Once you place God first and feel that fulfillment personally, no one can sway your conviction, just like no one can persuade me otherwise, because I've felt and seen the power of God at work in my own life and in the lives of others. And that's what makes the Daily Jesus devotional community so unique on this platform. We aren't here for superficial reasons. We are deeply committed to spreading the gospel and transforming lives because we've witnessed God's power firsthand. Our team members have all walked that path. And we invite you daily to join us on this life-changing journey towards a deeper connection with God and to live a victorious life. And here's something else to think about. Remember the story of Noah and the ark? God told Noah to build an enormous boat because a flood was coming. People laughed and thought Noah was silly, but Noah listened to God, put him first, and built the ark. When the flood came, Noah and his family were safe. Just like Noah, when we listen to God and put him first, we're protected and guided. Even when things get tough or confusing, having God as our top priority helps us stay strong, hopeful, and filled with peace. So, let's be like Noah and keep choosing God and putting him first. With God leading the way, our lives are always on the right track. Number two, there is the gravity of idolatry. As the book of Exodus warns us, 
in chapter 20, verse 3, You shall have no other gods before me. On the surface, this may sound straightforward. Most of us might say, I don't worship idols. So this doesn't apply to me. But let's dig deeper. Idolatry isn't just about bowing to statues. It's about what occupies the throne of our heart. Is it money? Career? Relationships? Social status? Oftentimes, without even realizing it, these things take God's place in our lives. Every time we prioritize our desires, our fears, or the world's approval over God's voice, we place something else in His rightful position. Sometimes it may be unintentional, but that still doesn't change the reality. It's therefore essential to regularly examine our hearts and realign our priorities. By recognizing and dethroning these idols in our lives, we clear a path for God to take His rightful place. Let's think about the story of Jonah for a moment. Most of us are familiar with this story. Jonah tried to run from God's command, prioritizing his own feelings and fears over God's guidance. He ended up in the belly of a big fish. Yet, in that dark place, Jonah found clarity. He prayed and turned his heart back to God. And God, in his endless mercy, gave Jonah another chance. Just like Jonah, we too can find ourselves in tricky situations when we let other things take the place of God in our lives. But the beautiful thing is that God always gives us a way back. If we take a moment, refocus, and push aside the idols that have crept into our lives, we can begin to experience the joy and peace that comes from truly putting God first. Our God is faithful and full of mercy. After all, as Psalm 37 verse 4 reminds us, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. This Bible verse offers us a promise worth holding on to. Number three, know about the transformative power of divine guidance. Proverbs beautifully echoes this in chapter 3, verses 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean, not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. This isn't mere advice. It's a life principle. In our journey through life, we often come across crossroads, moments of uncertainty, and periods of darkness. We all do. It's in these moments that our human understanding feels woefully inadequate. But there's a promise awaiting us. We are promised of God's divine guidance. When we fully trust in God and acknowledge Him, He doesn't just enlighten our path. He leads us by the hand. This guidance isn't about merely avoiding pitfalls. It's about being directed towards a life of abundance and purpose. It's about embracing a journey where every turn, every twist, and every pause has divine intent behind it. Reflecting on the story of David and Goliath offers profound insight into divine guidance. As a young shepherd boy, David faced the towering giant, Goliath. By human understanding, David had no chance. He was not a trained soldier, and he did not have the size or strength of Goliath. But David wasn't relying on his own understanding. He trusted in the Lord. 
in the book of 1 Samuel 17, verse 45. With a simple sling and five smooth stones, he confronted the giant, saying, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. With God's guidance, David defeated Goliath and demonstrated that divine guidance and trust in the Lord could overcome even the most insurmountable challenges. This story encourages us to remember that when we trust in God's guidance, when we put God first, we can face our giants, no matter how big they seem. God is always ready to guide us, making our paths straight and leading us to victory. Number four, reordering our priorities is crucial. In Luke 10 verses 41 to 42, we find a lesson on priorities. When Jesus told Martha, 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 you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. He was pointing out the essence of priorities. Life is bustling, filled with tasks, responsibilities, and distractions. In the midst of this, it's easy to forget the most crucial aspect, our spiritual well-being. The dishes will always be there. The laundry will pile up again, and the emails will keep coming. But the moments that we spend at the feet of Jesus, those are irreplaceable. It's a lesson for all of us. While we shouldn't neglect our chores and responsibilities, it's vital to ensure they don't overshadow our relationship with God. By regularly reordering our priorities, we ensure a balanced, fulfilling life where both spiritual and worldly responsibilities are harmoniously balanced. Taking a leaf from the book of Psalms, we are reminded in Psalm 46 verse 10, Be still and know that I am God in our fast-paced world. Stillness is often overlooked, yet it's in these quiet moments that we can genuinely connect with God and hear His voice. Think of the story of Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19. After witnessing powerful events like fire and earthquake, God's voice came to him, not in the grand spectacles, but in a gentle whisper. This emphasizes the importance of quiet moments, away from the clatter and clamor of daily life. By making time for God in our busy schedules, by being still and listening, we give him the space to speak to our hearts and guide us. This doesn't mean quitting our jobs or abandoning our chores. It means setting aside purposeful moments each day, even if it's just a few minutes to sit in his presence. And as we do, our priorities naturally find their rightful order. With God at the center, number five, the joy of a God-centered life. Psalm 16 verse 11 states, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. How beautiful is that promise. The world offers pleasures. Yes, but they are temporary. They are like bursts of flavor that quickly fade away. God's joy, on the other hand, is eternal. It sustains, strengthens, and renews. A God-centered life is similar to dwelling in a perpetual spring. 
Even in the midst of challenges, there's an underlying current of joy. This joy isn't rooted in circumstances, but in a deep-seated relationship with the Creator. With God at the center, life becomes an exciting journey, filled with wonder, adventure, and profound joy. Reflecting on Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, we see Him proclaiming in Matthew 5, verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. This purity of heart translates to a life free from the entanglements of worldly distractions and temptations. A heart devoted solely to God. Such a heart sees God, not just in grand miracles, but in everyday moments. The smile of a child, the beauty of a sunset, or the kindness of a stranger. A God-centered life brings clarity, like the clear waters of a still pond. Everything becomes a reflection of God's love and goodness. Every experience, good or bad, is an opportunity to draw closer to Him. And in this closeness, in this intimacy with the Divine, we find the deepest and most enduring joy. It's a joy that goes beyond mere happiness. It's a joy that resonates in the depths of one's soul, regardless of what's happening around us. Number six, be confident about God's provision and promise. The promise in Philippians 4 verse 19 is a beacon of hope. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. When we prioritize God, it doesn't mean forsaking our needs, desires, or dreams. Rather, it's entrusting them to someone who knows us better than we know ourselves. God's provision isn't about just fulfilling our needs. It's about exceeding them. It's not about giving us what we want, but what we truly need. Imagine a loving father looking at his child. He doesn't just provide for the child's basic needs, but delights in giving gifts, surprises, and blessings. That's how God views us. By placing Him first, we tap into an infinite reservoir of blessings that flow from His throne. Number 7. Know the outcome of a divided heart. James 1 verses 6 to 8 cautions. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Duality is a challenge. Trying to balance between God and the world creates instability. Like trying to stand on two boats, drifting in opposite directions. By serving two masters, we become spiritually lukewarm. Neither here nor there, but by giving God our undivided heart, we find solidity, stability, and purpose. Our choices become clear, our path becomes defined, and our destiny becomes aligned with His perfect will. Number 8. Understand life's true purpose. Have you ever grappled with the whole thought of why you are here? Ecclesiastes 12 verse 13 sums up the essence of our existence, and it says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Amidst the noise of the world, it's easy to lose sight of our true purpose. Are we here just to live, earn, 
spend and then fade away? Or is there a higher purpose to our lives, a divine calling by honoring God and following His commandments? We align ourselves with this higher purpose. Life, then, isn't just about living. It's about thriving. It's about making a difference, touching lives, and leaving a legacy of faith, hope, and love. Embracing this truth brings clarity to our journey in life and adds meaning to every step we take. So remember, we are here to fear God and keep His commandments. And to do this, we have to put God first. Number nine, know about the unmatched reward. Jesus made a profound promise in Mark 10, verses 29 to 30. And Jesus answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, there is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and the gospels, but he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time. Houses, and brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands, with persecutions, and in the world to come, eternal life. So this isn't a transactional relationship. It's a covenant. When we prioritize God, the rewards aren't just spiritual. They manifest in our everyday lives. We will notice that blessings, favor, open doors, and divine connections become a part of our daily experiences. Above all, the promise of eternal life awaits us. It's an eternity, not just of existence, but of joy, love, and unparalleled communion with God. And does this mean that we won't ever face opposition, discrimination, or persecution because of our faith? No, it doesn't mean that either. Jesus consistently taught that following him might lead to suffering, and this scripture also underscores that message. However, amidst these challenges, when we put God first, we are also assured of victory through Christ, who strengthens and uplifts us in every trial. In other words, the enemy won't have the final say. God does. Let us look again at the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15. After squandering his inheritance and living a life away from his father, the son decides to return home, expecting rebuke. He is instead met with an overwhelming embrace and celebration from his father. This story illustrates God's grace and the unmatched reward awaiting those who return to him. Just like the father who throws a grand celebration for his returned son, God celebrates each of us. The reward is not based on our worthiness, but on his boundless love. Know that every sacrifice made, every challenge faced in the name of faith, is recognized and rewarded by God. And beyond the material and tangible, there lies the profound peace and joy of knowing we are cherished and valued. The rewards God offers aren't just for a moment. They echo into eternity, shaping our existence beyond this life. Now, in Revelation 3, verse 20, God extends an open invitation, saying, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person, and they with me. 
This isn't about a distant God up in the heavens. It's about a loving Father at our doorstep, waiting to be invited in. It's up to us to make that choice, to open our hearts and let Him reign supreme in our lives. Consider this. The beauty of the gospel lies in its power to transform. When we embrace these truths and place God at the pinnacle of our priorities, our lives experience a profound transformation. So if you believe that you have placed God first in your life and there is no positive transformation, you need to do some introspection and ask for God's guidance and always remember to be patient and trust God's timing. By making God our utmost priority, we move from merely going through the motions to living with purpose and intent. And those challenges we encounter, they evolve into opportunities for growth. As for the blessings, expect them to manifest as daily miracles in your life. The promise is clear. Put God first in your life, and your life will undoubtedly never be the same. Now, to all those within the sound of my voice. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. I want you to pray this prayer with me so that you can have all the blessings of this prayer. Let us pray to our gracious and loving God, everlasting Father, almighty God. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the creator of heaven and earth. You are the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Lord, I am grateful for your faithful promises, your amazing grace, your everlasting love, and your mercies that endures forevermore. Lord, I thank you for the gift of life, and I thank you for the many blessings you have given to me. Father, I humbly approach your throne of grace acknowledging my sins, my mistakes, and my shortcomings. Forgive me of my trespasses, as I also forgive all those who have trespassed against me. Lord, forgive me for the times I've placed other things above you. For moments, I've let the pleasures of this world distract me from your eternal promises. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare that every chain of idolatry and distraction in my life is broken, and I rebuke every spirit of confusion and worldly temptation that tries to pull me away from your presence by the authority of the blood of Jesus. I claim emotional, physical, and spiritual healing over every part of my being. I declare, in the name of Jesus, that the same power that resurrected Christ from the dead flows through my veins, revitalizing and renewing my spirit, mind, and body. Merciful Father, I pray for divine protection over my life and the life of my loved ones. Lord, I ask that you command your mighty angels to stand guard around us, shielding us from all harm or evil. Father, you are our provider, and I ask for your abundant blessings to overflow in our lives. May you guide our paths and draw us closer to you. Lord, help us to prioritize you above all things and experience the fullness of joy that only you can give. 
Father, as I say this prayer, together with everyone listening, I thank you for each heart that is humbled before you right now. For those who are feeling lost, may you be their saving grace and guiding light. For those who are burdened, may your Holy Spirit be their comforter and grant them peace. For those struggling with their priorities, may you grant them the conviction to put you first and the discernment to choose what truly matters. And for those in need of your touch, may you bring them healing, vitality, and restoration. Heavenly Father, we come into agreement as a faith-filled community, and we thank you for the rewards and benefits you have promised us in your word. We ask for the strength and wisdom to always seek your kingdom first, to reorder our priorities, and to embrace the joy and transformation that comes from your divine guidance. Lord, I thank you for hearing and answering my prayer. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray, Amen. If you were blessed by this message, type the word Amen in the comment section below. I declare that all the blessings of this prayer are now upon you in the name of Jesus. You can help us to reach more persons and spread the gospel. You can do this by sharing the video with a friend or family member who you know needs the blessing of this prayer and by clicking. Hallelujah. I don't care what you're going through. There's nothing too hard that God can't do for you. There's nothing that you've been in nothing that you've done that God can forgive you. A lot of times we go back and pick it up, but the Lord has thrown it in the sea of forgetfulness. But I dare you to trust him on tonight, and you can take it to the king. Y'all going to help me sing it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. My heart, oh, he said, 
to make a change. Hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. the love worldwide www.jesusinthemorningradio.com hallelujah hallelujah put god first and that one was by miss pamela man take me to the king i don't have much to bring i'm going through i just need to stay with him for a while lay before his thrones just leave me there just leave me there let he and i talk and get it worked out hallelujah and it would be all right today in Jesus' name. 
is there anyone else have anything they would like to say uh, at this time? If not, I will pray us out. And we pray the Lord bring us back together tomorrow morning. Oh, okay, Sister Jerry, I got you. I got you. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm well. Just getting back from the doctor. I had a, I, I, I tuned in and was listening in the doctor, and I couldn't say anything. I just got in the house. Okay. I had a bunch of tests to do this morning, but, you know, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good because our trials come to make us strong. Amen. So I thank God. I just thank God for all the tests I was doing this morning. I might have been doing a little bit of crying. I might have been doing a little bit of this and that. But I know through all things, God is with us all. Yes. And I, I tell you this, Mr. Jerry, I saw you uh, Saturday, I think that was. And when I tell yeah. you, you look really good. When I say I've come a long, long way, since God is on my side. Yeah, he's on your side. And in spite of you, he's yet working it out for your good. And whatever he promised, he will fulfill his promise. Now that he will do. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I'm with you when you're right. See, I know that's what Barbara taught me that. Amen. I'm with you when you're right. Ah. And and I'll say, see you later, baboon. You know, these are things we say. I mean, (laughs) But thank you, Barbara. Yeah, I I, I was listening. I, I did my little crying, but I'm in the house now, and I'm go go back outside and sit some more today because the sun is doing me well. Mhm. It's yep. a struggle to get in that chair. I mean, who knew how hard it would be just okay. to walk out your front door and sit in the chair? That was a struggle. Okay. I didn't sit on the walker. I sat in the chair. I'm graduating. Soon God's going to release me off the milk and put me on the meat, and I thank him for it right now. Mm-hmm. I I pray for Brother, I mean, is it is it Brother David? Pastor David. Pastor David. I pray for him, and I ask God to give him healing immediately. Lord, have mercy. A fever's nothing to play with. Oh, no, no, no. Thank you. Uh, the children's grandfather's back in the hospital. He, he's been having episodes where he can't breathe. Mm. His lungs are giving out on him. Okay. The name is so Everett. Yeah, Everett Phillips. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Everett Phillips. All right, we'll lift him up. Okay, we'll lift him up in prayer. Huh? We'll lift him and his family up in prayer. Especially Nana, because she's having to go to the hospital and she has to walk. I know, like I said, for me to walk up my front door is hard. But she has to walk down this long, long hall to get to his room. Okay. And nobody's going with her to the hospital. Not a son, not a daughter, nobody. And okay. sometimes you have to walk this thing alone. Thank you, Barbara, uh, for allowing me to speak this morning. Okay. Thank you so much. 
God bless you, dear. Bless God. everybody. Amen. 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 Bye-bye. All right, so we're, we're going to pray out this morning, and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been said and done. And, Father, we thank you for this day, for there's none like you. We can search all over, but, Father, we won't find anybody, no one greater than you. And as we depart this morning, lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. Father, we ask this morning that, God, you would remind us that you are our Savior, and there's nothing too hard for you to do. We bring Mr. Everett before you, ask that you would touch and heal his body. God, we bring his wife, his children, his grandchildren before you, ask that you would just bless that family today in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we ask that you would continue to work on Pastor David and continue to lift him up, oh, God. Let him rest in you. Let him rest, God. And whatever that body is trying to do, it won't be able to do it because it's getting what it didn't want. And, Father, you sent your word this morning, and we trust in you that your word heal. Bless our going out today. Father, bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory. By your son, Christ Jesus. And Father, we ask it all this morning in Jesus' name again. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. In Jesus' name, October the 23rd, 2023. So at this time, we're going to say bye-bye. And uh, again, we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning. We're going to our last song uh, of the morning.
wait a minute. I think I see Minister Shonda hand raised. Minister Shonda, good morning. God bless you. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. I am so sorry. I just saw it. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? Um, I just enjoyed uh, the program today. I can't wait till you upload it um, so I can uh, listen to parts and pieces again. But I wanted to press the number one. First of all, God bless you, and I hope you have a wonderful day and all the listeners. But I was just moved by um, Sister Jerry. I just heard something in her voice, and I just want to tell her, stay encouraged in the Lord. Amen. It's going to be all right. You just yeah. keep staying encouraged in him. He's going to take care of you. And weeping, I think the scriptures, weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. That's a, that is a, that's a true word. You may be feeling a certain way right now, but with Christ, he's going to make it better, Sister Jerry. And we're going to go through stuff. We're going to go through health issues. We're going to go through trials on this earth. But Jesus said to take heart because he overcomes the world. He can give us peace in the midst of what we're going through. He can bless us and he's teaching us. So I just want to tell you I love you. Stay encouraged. And you are on my heart and mind. God bless you all. Amen. And Sister, uh, Minister Sean, I don't know how I could miss you because you are this week's winner and uh, in the winning circle. So I will uh, look back at the ticket and see what you won, and we'll be announcing it. Oh, on boy. The, on the new, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, on the New Jesus in the Morning page, and we'll announce it on Facebook. So, uh, And I'll send it to you what you won, and I'll post it there so everybody else can know what your winnings was for uh, this week. And God bless you. You have a wonderful day as well. And uh, just look forward to knowing, just finding out what you want. <laughs> yeah, I, I love will. Thank you. God bless you. All right. All right. God bless you. Have a wonderful day again. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye to everyone. Have a blessed day. A blessed day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.